Hello everyone. We are dead smack in the middle of AP exam season. Um, I just finished my AP Euro exam and I also did my AP Micro and Macro. If you took any of those exams, let me know down below in the comment section how you did. And um, also, if you're about to take an exam, good luck. Uh, if you also need any last minute AP exam help, check out the very first episode of LearnSTEM on scientifically proven study strategies. LearnSTEM is a now a qualified podcast for video formats. So if you're on Spotify, you can click on where you would pause the episode to see images as well. Unfortunately, it will not be for this episode due to some technical difficulties, but I will be posting much, much more now that AP exam seasons are done. Or you could go see Liam and Nisa's past episode for some visuals. But don't worry, I will be right on those visuals um, in about a couple of weeks. So you can also head on to over to our YouTube channel to watch some vlogs that will be coming up as um, soon as possible. And as always, show notes are in the description. Let's get started. Number one teeth cutting. Prior to the 18th century, child mortality rates were unusually high compared to our modern times. In fact, according to The Economist, during the Middle Ages, quote, high infant mortality rates reckoned to have been around 200 to 300 per 1,000 live births in the first year, end quote. Doctors at the time had trouble pinpointing what the exact cause of the deaths were. But they observed that during the time children passed away, their teeth were beginning to come in. This time period was around six months to a year, usually. This caused them to believe that their teeth were the problem and that shaving them down would solve the situation. Medical News Today wrote that doctors, quote, developed a wide array of interventions, including bleeding, blistering, and placing leeches on the gums. In some cases, they even burned the back of the baby's head, end quote. The numerous methods were performed all over the world. However, the lancing of baby gums became the most practiced procedure, invented by the French surgeon Ambroise Paré. Ambroise Paré wrote, right after he viewed an infant who had recently passed away, that, quote, when we diligently sought for the cause of his death, we could impute it to nothing else than the hardness of the gums. When we cut his gums with a knife, we found all his teeth appearing. If it had been done when he lived, doubtless he might have been preserved, end quote. Lancets were devices used to cut the gums, made up of numerous materials such as ivory and mother of pearl. The procedure included cutting the child's gums down to the teeth and was often performed multiple times throughout a child's life as doctors felt it was always better to be safe than sorry. The physician Marshall Hall from 
1790 to 1857, wrote that he would rather lance a child's gums 199 times unnecessarily than omit it once if necessary. And he instructed his students to do it before, during, and after the teeth appeared, sometimes twice a day. Number three, trepanation. The term trepanation derives from the ancient Greek word trepanion, which means bore or auger, as in a drill. Trepanation was done all over the world, and even all throughout time, as evidence points back to the procedure beginning in the Neolithic era. But the basic concepts of trepanation have remained constant throughout time. It requires drilling a permanent hole into the skull using a sharp object, allowing for the body to relieve pressure from the head area. Texts such as Places in Men describe the procedure as being done for medical purposes, writing, quote, Cases of fracture of the skull. If the skull is broken and there is a fissure fracture, it is dangerous. You should trephen this case to prevent pus from flowing through the fracture of the bone and infecting the membrane. For, since in this narrow place it can get in but not out, it causes distress and madness. However, during the Middle Ages, Hungarian peoples also performed trepanation on the dead as rituals. While other Europeans felt that evil spirits inside one's body could be re released easily from the site of the hole. So, this practice wasn't entirely done for strictly medical purposes. And now, it's time for a bonus round. I would like to tell you about tapeworm dieting, which began in the early 1900s. Tapeworm dieting included swallowing beef tapworm eggs, usually in the form of a pill. It was believed that tapeworms, once reaching maturity in the intestines or growing and latching onto your intestines, would absorb food that you ate. This would cause weight loss. However, it would also cause serious, serious side effects. Once a person reached their desired weight, they would take an antiparasitic pill, which would hopefully kill off the tapeworms. They would then excrete the tapeworm, but these tapeworms were not the little babies that they used to be. In some cases, they could grow up to 30 feet long inside of someone. <laughs> 